Listening to Ukrainian Field Notes on Resonance FM with Gianmarco Del Re. Ukrainian Field Notes is also a series of ongoing interviews with Ukrainian artists for the experimental music website A Closer Listen. Today I'll be joined by two special guests from Western Ukraine. We'll be listening to a selection of tracks from post punk to dark wave and electronic music. But before I introduce my guests, I'm going to play a track especially selected by them.
So that was uh, Mauser with uh, Trivoja, alert in English, released on the Neformat family label, Neformat being a Ukrainian website devoted to underground music. And it's a great pleasure for me to introduce uh, Yelena Denisuk and uh, Ksenia Janus, who are both from the Neformat family, and they'll be speaking to us from Uzhgorod in uh, western Ukraine. But let them introduce themselves in their own words. So I will probably start. So my name is Yarena Denisuk. I am the editor-in-chief at Neformat.com.ua. We write about Ukrainian music, mainly underground. And I think that uh, music was always a big um, topic of interest for me. And I always tried to find some new and something, uh, some exciting music for myself. And um, then I became a journalist. And then it all got together when I created a small uh, website uh, based on WordPress for our local Uzhgorod or Transkypacian based music and um, we worked on it with my boyfriend for a year I think or so and uh, it got me acquainted with Sasha who is um, our uh, main at the Neformat and so I started working um, at the Neformat like a music uh, um, journalist and then the editor and so on but basically I just like music from <laughs> since I know myself since I remember myself so for those who are not familiar with Neformat uh, could you expand a bit more on what Neformat does and what Neformat covers Neformat is a music website about Ukrainian underground music. We concentrate mainly on Ukrainian artists, but we not only write texts about them, like articles, reviews, basically news, but we also make podcasts, we make videos, uh, we also organize concerts, and uh, for, for it's the third year now uh, that we also operate as a label and we release uh, some albums and uh, some compilations on our label so uh, it's quite a diverse activity we have how is a neformat financed mm, it's uh, mainly sponsored by our uh, ceo and also by the community of our readers so two main sources of income for now do you um, get any revenue from advertising well, we tried working with advertising, but uh, unfortunately we were not very successful with it because the topic we cover is not um, that popular in Ukraine and all those advertisers mainly seek, you know, for big numbers like hundreds of thousands of views and uh, what we can offer is like a really targeted audience, but it's sometimes hard to explain this, is that the quality of this audience may be better than of those white, but you know, with everything there so it's a, a quite a hard question but we were a bit succeeding in it we had some a few a few successful cases of advertising on our website but then war began and you know it was hard even before the war and then businesses started closing and they started reducing their um, uh, finances for advertising and mainly concentrating on those really big uh, um, maybe media and maybe even better they tried concentrating on social media like you know Facebook it's more convenient I think in some way and we also Ksusha is working with grants we try to look for grants uh, and sometimes we succeed in it too so yes but it's not like a stable source of income moving on to uh, Ksenia Janus uh, Ksenia 
Would you um, introduce yourself? My name is Ksenia. Ksenia Jans. Music uh, was uh, my interest uh, from uh, childhood and uh, in uh, 2014 I and my husband and our uh, two friends uh, make a band. Uh, we played uh, post-punk uh, and uh, uh, one um, year after beginning uh, we play at uh, Neformat Fest and um, in uh, 2016, uh, Sasha, our CEO, um, uh, looking for editor, and uh, I uh, became uh, to work uh, as editor of uh, reviews. Now I work uh, with grants, uh, like a project manager in uh, our editorial office. We are universal. universal Universal uh, so, soldier. So, yes. <laughs> uh, also, I uh, write um, articles uh, and uh, reviews. We're now going to um, take a musical break. I've asked uh, both uh, Yelena and Xenia to select three tracks each. So we're going to start with uh, Yelena's first selection. So, song number one is Distortion UA Ballad Seats. It's electronic music and there is a bit of the text there and it tells us about the Ukrainian farmer who grows ballot seeds. I think the metaphor is clear enough. But um, it's also quite um, a good work uh, in the sense that it um, goes to the images of soil, of earth, of working with earth and uh, it is uh, and it always was an important part of our nation, of uh, the life of Ukrainian people, of our ancestors. So those connection with uh, Ukrainian soil is rather important and showing that we are ready to fight through the image of those ballot seeds in our Ukrainian soil. It's rather interesting, I would say.
Чуєш рис чи мак? Вирощую набої, падлюки! So that was uh, Bullet Seeds by Distortion UA from the eponymous EP out of Mystic Tracks. Distortion UA is um, currently serving in the army and wrote this album while waiting for medical treatment after being injured in combat. And we're back with uh, Yerenang Xenia. Xenia, you are um, involved uh, in a number of musical projects uh, together with your partner Vadim Olinikov. Uh, the most recent being uh, Dahao Holidays. Um, could you talk a little bit about your music? It's uh, experimental music. Uh, we uh, play uh, post-punk minimal synth music in Dahao Holidays, uh, play experimental electronic industrial in another band, uh, Klimentova Poly, and uh, now uh, we are going to release a new al- album in a new project next month. It will be minimal synth, minimal electronic. Yerena, you're also in a band, Hnit. Uh, no, no, it's, it was a classic story of Ukrainian hardcore band. We gathered together. We, uh, I don't know, did uh, something for a few years, but with mainly no results. And we gathered ourselves, we made an album, we released it, and we broke. So that was the... Um end of your musical career. <laughs> so I'm not um, singing any, uh, anymore anywhere, unfortunately, but I was not that good at this thing, so probably it's not that bad, I think. But uh, it was a great experience for me and um, I-, I liked it. Maybe sometimes I will sing somewhere again. <laughs> Time for more music. We're going to listen to a track selected for us by uh, Ksenia. Курс валют, розклад руху, in English, traffic schedule. A track from the second album of 2021 by the Dnipro band Курс валют. It is a confident and proven cold wave EBM music. 
I probably listened to this album most of the time last year. I really love working with sound, with lyrics, intimatory and songs. This is an extremely relevant, colorful and truly Ukrainian work. The band vividly represents Ukrainian gloomy electronic music abroad and gathers full halls in Ukraine, setting a high bar for the local scene. Rosklatruhu perfectly illustrates modern reality, predicting in advance that the traffic schedule is losing its meaning. So that was a Kurs Valut with a Rosklat Ruhu. Ksenia and Yerena, you're both in uh, Ushgorod, uh, although Ksenia, I understand you are originally from uh, Donetsk. Yes, I am from Donetsk, live in Ushgorod, in Odessa, and uh, now I'm in Ushgorod. Yerena, you were born in Ushgorod. What has your experience of the uh, full-scale invasion been like? I live in Ushgorod for my whole life and now when the war started, obviously, I stay here. And um, 
It is one of the safest regions in Ukraine because uh, it was never bombed actually till this moment. So we were mm, really lucky. There was only one some once was a missile and it was something strange and some far away in the mountains. It was nowhere near the near nowhere near Uzhgorod. Uh, so, um, and actually it was uh, quite, uh, it, it's quite town now, everything is as usual here. Uh, there are more people because obviously many people tried to move as far from eastern part as they could and we are as far in the west as it is possible actually, so it's obvious and the city grew like uh, two times I think and um, we felt some we felt it in some way but uh, obviously it's nothing as bad as it is in some other towns or cities that are near russia and uh, the only thing uh, that uh, is uh, actually bad here is when uh, russians started to destroy it, uh, to destroy our um, electricity system <laughs> and uh, for some reason it influences Uzhorod really bad and um, we often stay here with no electricity and uh, like for many hours but uh, well still uh, we can't say anything because um, the life here is uh, nothing to compare with some uh, with something other people have so we are actually blessed in some way you know that uh, I am blessed and I was born here. We're gonna have another track now from uh, Yerena. It's uh, Peredmova, Slonova Kistka or Ivory. Uh, for me it is important because it was one of the first songs that uh, came out, I think, yes, it was back in March. Uh, just at the very beginning of the full-scale invasion and actually till this time for me it remains one of the best songs about the war because uh, you know there, there were hundreds of songs about this war released at this very moment but a lot of them uh, work with literal images like soldiers, we kill Russians, uh, Bayraktars and so on and here Perdmova, uh, it doesn't work with too far images of the events that were happening at that time, but still it wraps them in some form of metaphor. And uh, again, <laughs> there are mentions of soil there. For some reason, probably it uh, goes into people's head. Uh, so, um, but um, it's great. It it covers uh, the period when it was created, but at the same time, it's well thought out and it stayed actual uh, till this very moment. So, worked better than many of the songs that were released later. Свистяча масса, свистяча сгуба Упала с неба и ржава кастрюля Дирява пательня и с неба упала Комусь горе, комусь забава Летіли істоти попід шатрами Сіли живого місця не стало Ріжуть скальпелем, не всепущим Ірпінь, бородянка, гостомер, буча Баба присіла, ліку тримає Мастило, сітку мотає, баба присіла, ліку тримає, бензин мастило, сітку мотає, 
Березень файний на послідовність Спершу добрива насіння, потім залізна шкапа Присіла на ганок, комусь лихо, комусь подарок Висить небо, слонова кістка Вам не узяти жодного міста, жодної річки Вам не узяти гарячі напої і автомати Баба присіла, ліку тримає, бензин мастило, сітку мотає. Баба присіла, ліку тримає, бензин мастило, сітку мотає. Сяде баба, гляне увесь. So that was a bit of with a Slonova Kiska. And we're back with Yerena Denisuk and Ksenia Janus in Uzgorod. Ksenia, how did you um, get to Uzgorod? About me, uh, me and Vadim uh, live uh, Odessa in the first uh, day of uh, full-scale invasion because uh, we understood uh, that um, maybe in autumn of uh, 2021 we understood uh, that um, the war is uh, coming and uh, we need to uh, we need to prepare to leave odessa because we uh, thought that uh, um, the city near the sea is a city not safe because uh, russians uh, have a myth that odessa is a russian city it was a part of uh, the russian empire and uh, uh, have uh, a myth that um, that russians found it yes uh, but it all not is not true our experience from 2014 in donetsk uh, <laughs> was um, досвід у 14-му році, там, досвід 14-го року підказував нам, що треба готуватися знову до від'їзду. So, uh, Ksenia is trying to say that their experience from being in Donetsk in 2014 uh, suggested them that they should be prepared for the new invasion and that it uh, would be worse than it was even then, and that it's something really bad. Yes, we, uh, we uh, had tickets on uh, 27th February, uh, but uh, we need to exchange it and uh, leave Odessa at um, first uh, day of uh, full-scale invasion, but um, uh, we... Um, they were in the city only during the first missiles. Yes. Just to have an idea, how far is um, Odessa from uh, Uzhgorod? Maybe 700 kilometers. 12 uh, hours uh, on train, yes. But our trains are qu- kind of slow. So, but it's, it's, it's actually far away, yes. Like uh, Odessa is the most uh, southern part of Ukraine and we are the most western part, so... <laughs> and we have a big country. 
And now the uh, second track chosen by Xenia. Limonenko Strange Gift. This track and the album as a general have been expected to be released since 2006, but the release took place only last year, a time that best suits such broken and destructive music. The combination of the industrial method of sound construction with the logic of crowd rock songs, the absence of classic riffs forms creates multi-layered soundscapes that capture attention and lead to original trends.
So that was uh, Limelenko with a strange gift out on the Despot label run by Andriy Koshkar and Yuri Samson from the band uh, Kadaicha. And we're back with uh, Yelena and Xenia from the Neformat family. How would you um, both uh, say that the past year has been like for you, both from a uh, professional and personal point of view? From a personal way, it's uh, kind of stressful. Actually, till this very moment, uh, I I don't know how to explain it, and but I don't feel I don't feel in safety still, and, and not you know uh, it's it's horrible when you know that the bomb can fall on your head. Yes, uh, but here in Ujhorod, it's um, after this 11 months, it doesn't seem like that something that can actually happen. Well, obviously, <laughs> theoretically it can, but still it didn't happen, so we can kind of feel safe uh, in that way. Uh, but uh, if I think about my future in this country and uh, about everything, I, I, I don't feel safe because I don't know what waits for us. If this war goes on for a long time, I probably the inflation will be uh, even bigger, prices will be bigger, money, uh, we don't get more money from our work, so uh, the life will be tougher and uh, I have elder parents and uh, like I am quite worried about this all and you know, our economy was not uh, that uh, strong even before the war because we had corruption, you know, and some bad political decisions, all those uh, usual things, and even with the war it got worse, and it gets worse with each month because, <laughs> because it doesn't get better, you know. Our factories are destroyed, but we had uh, big factories mainly in the eastern and central part of Ukraine, and they either are destroyed or can't operate normally, so they don't bring money. And I often think about my future. Well, I have electricity, I have my flat, and that's all great, but I am not sure what life will bring me the next day and how it will be how it will be in a half of a year so you you basically can't plan anything while you live in all this it's just it's such a strange uh, strange feeling when you you don't know what awaits for you you can plan nothing and um, where does this life go at all uh, and at the same time uh, everything tells you that you are you must be thankful that you are alive and well and it's so strange so yes i am really thankful to our soldiers to everyone who protects us that i am alive it's great i, I it's true but at the same time i can't get rid of this feeling about this insecurity uh, about everything basically so and uh, if we uh, talk about it in a professional way, so it was a strange thing we did even before the war because uh, musical journalism is not something uh, people often do in Ukraine. And there are till uh, now even only a few musical media actually operating here. And I think it's uh, really not enough for such a big country as ours is. And now after this war, full-scale war broke out, it somehow influenced musicians and everyone started releasing some music. And <laughs> now I feel like 
overwhelmed by the quantity of this music and I feel like so you know this form of syndrome that I missed something oh I didn't hear uh, didn't hear this single maybe it's good and we didn't write about but maybe it's good you know it's a uh, uh, I feel a bit overwhelmed, but we try to do our best. But at the same time, this is probably the best moment to be a musical journalist, actually, because uh, people give a lot more of their attention towards the culture when the war started. It's not only that some people started releasing new music, it's also that many people started seeking for new music. First of all, because they stopped re listening to Russian music, that many people did, we, let's say true, uh, but uh, now they couldn't and they started to look for something in Ukrainian that they can understand, but it's not Russian. So, And uh, also just uh, basically because, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know, maybe it works like this, that you can plan your own life and you must hold on to something, so you at least hold on to your culture. And uh, <laughs> I think it works something like this. And for those for whom music is closer, because culture can be different, obviously, it can be theater, books, and we also see a big rise of interest toward books also, so it works um, in culture in general, but for music also in particular. So we got more readers, and it's going quite well, but uh, not enough money. Maybe in numbers? We get five, ten press releases in day sometimes. Last year we listened like to 1,300 different releases, both singles and big albums. Like, and I think it is. It was just uh, something that I noted in our Google Sheets. And all actually we listened more because I never note something that I don't like. And obviously I couldn't note something that I didn't hear and there was a lot of music I didn't have just resources to listen to it, but I know that it existed. So I think it's like uh, something like three to five thousand new releases that could easily appear only the last year. So it's the quantities if you want to understand it's only in Ukraine. So now um Ksenia, uh, could you tell us what your experience has been? For me, last year was a year of re-traumatization, maybe, <laughs> because I uh, think a lot of my experience in 2014 when I um, was forced to leave my native Donetsk uh, because of uh, Russian invasion. And um, I compare this experience and um, also I understand that uh, planning <laughs> It's not for now. Uh, I can't, can't play in uh, anything. Uh, maybe one week planning. It's the best. I can plan, uh, can't plan uh, more time. And now another track selected by uh, Ksenia. Hanna Svirska, Inner. The work is a reflection that was written by Hanna during the evacuation from Kiev to the west of Ukraine at the beginning of the full-scale invasion. Dreamy, glitchy avant pop with soft deconstructed vocals. The inner tracks is like a fragile island of hope amidst the challenges of war. A dreamy and tender song that is a response to aggression and undeniable evil.
So that was uh, Anna Svirska with uh, Inna from uh, the Echo EP out on the Odess-based label uh, Systema. Irena, you um, started off uh, as a regional journalist before uh, devoting yourself to music. In an interview for um, Louder Than War from um, 2021, um, you said um, sometimes writing only about music seems a bit dull, especially since there are such um, serious political and social events in the country. It's funny since you found it, it now seems uh, like uh, so far away. I believe the um, full scale invasion has demonstrated that music and politics do go hand in hand, as you've um, written a series of um, articles for the um, Quietus. I never divided music with. Uh, politics uh, like totally it's not I am actually from the leftist side more so it's for me very connected things I'm um, I think about such a things and in all spheres but uh, 
uh, it uh, I meant it like in professional more way you write more about music or more about politics and it's more more divided in professional way actually uh, yes but uh, this year uh, I was actually very glad <laughs> that I work in musical journalism <laughs> because when I actually when I read all those horrible news about uh, I'm laughing but it's just nervous you know uh, I, I I saw all this horrible news about death, about killed children, about dead animals, about all those things. And when I was thinking that I would have uh, personally to write about it all, to get it all through myself, uh, probably I would just leave journalism in a month or two, I think. I, I am pretty sure I will not get through. It's uh, too much for me. I feel like... Uh, I, I would feel it all, it, it wouldn't be possible for me, so uh, this year I was very glad that I work in musical journalism, in cultural journalism, because while I can still address uh, the political questions, actually now more than earlier, uh, still I mustn't write about, about all those horrible things. I can address them, but I mustn't work with that horror you know directly like itself it's more culture is more about over um, over processing about thinking about tendencies trends about changes in the society in the way we think and from this point of view it's obviously much easier to operate with such a more theoretical information i would say i would say so uh, writing uh, those articles um, like for quietus was was um, quite good for me because uh, I was covering the musical topic and at the same time it was uh, something important about my country that I wanted to address and to show uh, like you told in well now in a very strong connection with politics because actually earlier you know because before this full-scale war many uh, musicians here I would say that in many fields, but maybe more in pop music, they were directly saying that music is apart from politics. Why do you ask us about politics? Well, actually, it was often because, well, after that war on the eastern part of our country started, many um, artists, well, more famous artists, because obviously there are more questions to them usually, were asked why do they still perform in Russia, what do they think about it, why do they go to some Russian video bloggers to, you know, to their uh, uh, shows and so on. And those people were often answering that music is music, we just sing, we just perform, we just want those to, to show those people how nice we are to Russians and so on. And um, now... <laughs> The full-scale war changed this mindset fully because now everyone sees that it actually it was never true. And now even those people who told it, they can see that it is not true. And just some of the... Uh, they just had to choose the side. Some of them chose Ukrainian side and some of them chose actually Russian side and fully moved to Russia. So no future for them, but good we don't have them here anymore and uh, um, so like <laughs> this is the question so it was it was interesting here in our cultural processes because still uh, while it was 
uh, really bad in the sense of all those horrible deaths and destroy uh, our cities being destroyed, our economy, and so on. But at the same time, it was like, you know, it was very hard lesson for our people, but it was at the same time very fast lesson about who we are, who we are as a nation. Like, you know, uh, not nationalists in some unhealthy way, but in really healthy ways that we must have dignity, we must uh, like uh, accept that we are Ukrainians, we are a separate nation, we have our language, we have our churches, and nobody uh, can touch this, like in this healthy you no know, point of view, just we must protect uh, ourselves, no, no one. So, uh, and th this was a big change, uh, like in culture, as like we see what we think about ourselves, I mean, culture in general now, not some just songs or what. So, this. And on that note, I'm afraid that's all we have time for. You've been listening to um, Ukrainian Field Notes with uh, Gianmarco Dere on Resonance FM. Thank you very much to our guests, Yelena Denisiuk and uh, Ksenia Janus from uh, Neformat, who've been joining us from uh, Ushgorod in uh, Western Ukraine. You can read more interviews with uh, Ukrainian artists on the Experimental Music website, A Closer Listen. And you can also support Neformat and Ukraine by buying their fundraising compilations on their Bandcamp page. I'm going to leave you with a uh, last track selected and introduced for us by Yarena. It's Kat, Tsviach, O'Neill. It's a band we released on our label. And uh, this is actually a very interesting band because it is Kharkiv based, so it's eastern part of Ukraine. And they were among the first one who who felt war in Ukraine because Russians just didn't succeed to take Kharkiv back in 2014, but they tried. Uh, so um, for Kat, um, the topic of war was much more closer than let's say for me and this album they created before the full-scale invasion is about the war and they try to think about all this horror and all those events and uh, when it was released um, after this a big invasion started the whole album became quite popular because people found something in it something deep well because scott had enough time to rethink you know well about this problem and this song Tsviach, i chose it just because it sounds well i like the sound really much for me text is important and there is a good text in this song and it's rather metaphorical and you can find anything you want in it but uh, it is important for me also that it sounds rather cool i like the melody i like the transitions and it's just a great work cool piece of art and sorry for the sound on the background we just uh, those are generators because there is no electricity in the nearest building so it works constantly <laughs>